The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Seth's Saturday Morning Outdoors. Here's what's coming up next in California Sportsman. We've got Captain James Smith out this morning. He had his first week on San Francisco Bay chasing halibut. I got a sneaking suspicion they did pretty well. He'll check in live with us in just one second. Captain Zach Medinas will be joining us with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures. He's chasing Delta Sturgeon, and they are on the chomp. No question about it. Captain Merlin Kolb on The Real Magic is heading out for the salmon opener today. That's right. King Salmon opens. It's wide open in the ocean. Well, the ocean's wide open. You get out there and find them. You might have a great bite going on, as well as rockfish opens up today, too. So everybody that's been waiting for the great white fish, uh, you're all going to have an opportunity for that great meal. And Kent Brown will be joining us from the World Fishing Fair back in Springfield, Missouri. If you didn't hear Ultimate Bass earlier, you missed out on some prime interviews with some of the biggest names in bassing. Alan Fong hooks up with us with... Outdoors with Alan Fong, his great YouTube channel. We'll tell you all about it. Of course, Mike Ogney will have the update on all the King Salmon action. He'll be checking in and listening to boats and reporting back to us. If they get into the action, you'll know where it's happening. And Captain Troy Barr banged some big ones at Berryessa. That's right. They're working for them, but the big King Salmon are hitting up there. Four, seven, and five, two. That's right. Four pounds, seven ounces, five pounders are being caught right now. These fish are big. They're smaller ones too, 16, 18, 20 inches. But boy, those big boys will give you a big meal and a big fight at the other end of the rod. Steve Carson hooks up with us. Guess what's hitting down there? That's right, Bluefin Tuna off San Diego. He'll tell you all about the bite. Scott Call from Brad's Killer Fishing Products. He'll be hooking up with us today. We'll be talking about trolling some of his great products for the Oroville, Shasta, Berryessa, and every place else for landlocked king salmon as well as kokanee. That's right, kokanee are starting to bite in some of the lakes. They need a little time to grow, but it's getting there, folks. And, of course, Travis Morgan, Travis Morgan joins us from Guns Fishing and other stuff. He'll be talking about the salmon opener, rockfish, and turkey hunts that have been going on this last week since turkey opened last Saturday morning. And Captain James Netzel spanking them in the Delta. He'll tell you all about that. And, of course, Dave Hurley with Western Outdoor News has a wrap-up on all Northern California opportunities. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the decks of the California Dawn and climb on board with Captain James Smith. Find out what the halibut action was like this past week. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. I saw the pictures. I heard the stories. It's got to be good. Yeah, it's another solid week down here. Uh, good numbers of halibut. A lot of, uh, a lot of fish mixed all over, all the way from the South Bay up into San Pablo Bay. We fished up there yesterday and the day before. Found some stripers, too. There's been some of those in the mix. You can see them along the channels up there. It's pretty good numbers. We just we don't have the things that they want just yet, and that's called live bait. So we're still trolling, although we did see some numbers of bass caught. 
the last couple of days. But the halibut action has been remaining solid. It's been a fish rod to limits on the charter boats. So that's uh, that's pretty good. You can't beat those odds. A lot of pressure on the weekends, though. I got to tell you, um, man, there's so much interest here. I counted 168 boats next to me on Saturday. Uh, couldn't turn left or right. So we uh, we had a little uh, – it was kind of interesting, you know, trying to – turn left but you couldn't turn left because there was a boat there and there was a boat next to that but uh it's exciting you know everybody's into it you know you can get out here and you could you know get out and and know you're not going to get seasick you know people can have a cheeseburger on the boat a bit it's a win-win for everybody so a lot of good fishing to be had down here a lot of shakers tons of action when you do come out make sure you bring extra bait because the shakers are in full force. We had a couple of days there where we exceeded a hundred undersized halibut, which is which is good thing because that means there's a lot of fish in the system, and we got plenty of good fishing for years to come. Absolutely, it's good to hear. There's a lot of small stuff running around out there. Well, I would imagine they're going to catch a few small ones out in the big salt water out there this morning too. What do you think? You, you, uh, you know, it, it depends on what port you're in. I mean, our our port canceled this morning, or I think Sausalito canceled. They got a lot of wind offshore, and, you know, historically, we opened up here April 15th, and then the state started messing around with the open. So uh, we're pretty, you know, privy to, you know, May openers and even as late as the June opener. But uh, this year, we opened up early, and, you know, a lot of Mother Nature this time of year, Typically, the guys are going to see a lot more fish down, you know, Monterey Bay, Santa Cruz, below Pigeon Point. But it's an early opener. And, you know, there's some really good signs off of uh, the weather buoy, the chlorophyll chart. I was checking it out the other day. A lot of life offshore off our coast here. But, hey, when you got wind like that, you just you really can't get to where you want to get to and travel and safety. So a lot of the guys canceled this morning and. I expect another busy day in the bay with a hot bite and uh, a little bit of weather offshore. I think guys turned their trailers around and opted to fish in the bay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't doubt it, especially the small boater and the private boater. They ought to think twice before they go racing out in some of those. We don't need any more uh, four guys in a 12-footer out there. No, and it's the weather, you know, and, and you got to be respectful. We have a long season ahead of us. I know it's an opener, but – uh you definitely got to be careful when you you got a small boat or, you know, when you see big boats turning around or canceling, yeah, maybe a good day to sit this one out, <laughs> fish the lake, or, you know, maybe go hang out in the bay with Captain James. It's just not nice out there, at least up here anyways. I would say uh, I would say sleep in if you had your boat on the trailer, turn around. Uh, anywhere north of San Francisco, you may you may want to think twice. Yeah, they got ten to fifteen mile an hour winds. It says for just inland, so I would imagine it's uh, going to be whipping a little bit out there. I know a lot of guys are taking off. They're going to give it a shot this morning. But the smart guys, the guys like me that don't like going out there in rough seas and don't like going out running around looking for fish, I kind of like getting to the spot that is known as holding fish and then catching fish. I don't like to go roaming and looking. So I get I get your point. This is very early in the season. These fish are patterning. We haven't fished this pattern in quite a while, and they're probably going to be sparse and really spread out in areas. But it'll get more and more dense populations as they get closer to the shoreline. They get ready to spawn. And there's so many 
shall we say, seasons of fish that go up there. There's the spring run, the fall run, the late fall run, the early winter run, the winter run. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So there's fish moving through the system. That means they're coming in close to shore and into the bay pretty much year-round. Wouldn't you agree, James? Yeah, I mean, you know, historically or typically, you know, the fish will just stay offshore and, you know, krills in an abundance early in the year, and that makes up a large part of the salmon's diet. So typically, you know, we're running offshore to, like, Deep Reef or the Farallon Islands or, or south. In many year cases, you know, we run all the way down to Pigeon Point or the opening line. You know, they've been open, they've been pushing the line down, uh, you know, for openers. And, you know, last year was it was Pigeon Point South, which we, we didn't fish. You know, it, it was the beginning of the, the gas prices. But that's just a long boat ride for us. So typically, you know, we're not even on the water this early for salmon. It's just a real early opener. But Hey, you know what? We used to have great openers at the islands, and, and you know we could be pleasantly surprised. Last year, the forecasted numbers of king salmon did not represent what was actually out there. I mean, we caught a lot of fish. It was a great salmon season. So, you know, we could be surprised, but you're going to have to have the weather to go offshore for guys to look at signs and see the whales and find the birds, and, and, and it's hard to do that in 20-plus knots of wind. So, Again, we're not even we're not even thinking about salmon on my boat here for another month until I get the uh, the new boat up here, and then we'll start booking them as they get a little bit closer to shore. Why would anybody start thinking about salmon right now when you've got a bay full of beautiful, very tasty halibut to be had? And folks, that's when you've got these weather patterns like this that might knock you off the rockfish outside the gate or might knock you off a salmon situation, these captains will keep you informed about what's going on. If it's too rough, they're going to call you as you're driving in in the morning if you have to, or they'll get a hold of you the night before or very early that morning and say, hey, conditions tell us this, let's change our dates or whatever, and they'll get you set up. But get your reservations made, folks, otherwise you're going to miss out on all these opportunities that are unfolding in front of us right now. Here we've got it. Great halibut fishing. Rockfish opens today. Salmon opens today. We're on a roll, and it's just going to keep on going right into the best part of all the fishing that we have here on the West Coast. James, give them all the hookup number. they got to get on the California Dawn and the California Dawn 2 for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Hey, I'm going to have that big, beautiful boat up here before no time. I'm looking at uh, grabbing a plane flight down next week. I should have this galley together. The floors are going in this week, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, uh, you know, I, as much as I love San Pedro, I can't wait to get my boat home. So, yeah, I bet. Couple away here. We're, we'll be we'll be rolling trips out of Berkeley. Beautiful. Can't wait, my friend. Can't wait. You have a great one. Have a great day on the water and make some smiles on that boat, all right? Uh, that's the plan. Thanks, Seth. Have a great show. You do the same, my friend. Take care, and thank you for hooking up with us right here on California Sportsman. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, one of the best sturgeon fishermen in the West, Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing, right after this quick break. 
planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast, the California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiber glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite card dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at Ron Duprat Ford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at BodegaTackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or duckworthboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. A lot of exciting things going on out there. Turkey season opened last weekend. Salmon season opens today. Rockfish season opens today. 
Sturgeon fishing is off the hook out in the Delta. I saw some fabulous photos. Captain Zach Medinas with Gatecrasher Fishing Adventure catching, releasing sturgeon out there like there is no tomorrow. Monster fish. So let's go live on board with Gatecrasher's Fishing Adventures right now and hook up with Captain Zach Medinas. He can tell us exactly what's been going on out there. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Pretty impressive photos you've been running by me, my friend. That's, uh, Obviously, it's on the chomp, as they say. Yeah, no, this is a, you know, you can have phenomenal fishing anytime from October all the way through June, you know, but uh, gun to the head, this is the springtime. We have lots of fish that are coming into the system. They're hopefully going to run past us and uh, find conducive spawning conditions upriver, but we get a lot of lot of fish this time of year and a lot of really big fish. Now, there's a lot of fish upriver right now and a lot of big fish being caught, a lot of oversized being caught. And uh, all during this spawning period as they head up there. I'm not sure it's the best thing for those fish up there for successful spawns. But the interesting thing is that this bite is really taken off this spring. Um, spring is always a great time for catching sturgeon out there. But uh, you guys have figured it out to make it a year-round project, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I know for sure. You know, we usually start uh, right after Fleet Week. We leave the uh, salt water after after watching the Blue Angels, which is really cool. And then uh, we head back into the Delta, and then we fish them all the way, usually to some time in May. Um, but, you know, we often have phenomenal fishing sometimes to the first and second week of June, and then it'll taper off somewhat from there. But, you know, if a guy's really committed, he can get them year-round. Well, you're going to continue with this until uh, with the sturgeon just because it's so great, but uh, you've got the temptation to move over to your Fisherman's Wharf location and get out there for the salmon. But I think our, our discussion, you're going to hang on a little bit, let a few more fish come down our way. Yeah, it's kind of a, a peculiar uh, season this year for salmon, you know, with them uh, open for, I don't know, I guess about a couple months, and then they're going to close for the month of June. So um, we'll, we'll be there in time to fish for sure um, all of June for probably all the bay, uh, halibut, striped bass. And then uh, once July 1st rolls around, we'll be ready to run out the gate. And, uh, you know, I heard you talking to James about making salmon fishing easy. And uh, once you, yeah, once once July 1st rolls around, for us anyway, man, you just come out the gate, either make a left or make a right, right along the coast. you got all those big fish that are mature, and they're, they're staging there. And then those are the ones that are coming up the river and, uh, you know, real high marbling, big fat content in those fish, and just like a good steak, you know, fat's where it's at. So we like to catch those big bombers that got lost right along the coast. Yeah, if fat's where it's at, I'm home free, baby. <laughs> hey, Zach, what, what seems to be working out there? Is it the uh, drop that pick and stay and just rot? Or are you having to move around? Or are the fish coming to you? What's the status? You know, it's... uh uh sturgeon are kind of you know when you do find a good group of them i i, I laughed when i was talking to our state sturgeon coordinator john kelly from uh, california department of fish and wildlife i was asking him i said why do they always say that sturgeon don't school because i definitely find the herd at times and he goes well you know unlike an anchovy they don't school he goes but they do aggregate <laughs> so, I said, <laughs> so i said okay well i find them aggregating often but yeah, I mean, if you could find a, you know, a big group of them, they'll linger, you know, they'll stay for a few days, sometimes a few weeks. It also makes them very vulnerable, but, uh, but, you know, they'll, they'll hang around for a little bit for you. And, and, uh, but once that kind of dries up, they've moved on to something else, like a big herd of cattle. They've mowed the field down. They're ready to do something different. And you've got to be ready to do something different as well. 
Well, it's what it takes to succeed, folks, and these captains have got it figured out very, very well. The interesting thing is the the big fish that we're seeing right now. A lot of these fish are moving from the bay. They've been down there for the herring spawn. They loaded up on some more food. They're coming up back into the Delta systems, and they realize, oh, I think I need to spawn, so I'm going to head up past Knight's Landing and head on up. They'll go way on up the systems. I know there's been times that I've caught king salmon, stripers, and sturgeon on the Feather River, which is quite an accomplishment at times. Oh, yeah. No, and, you know, this is a great time, too, to, you know, we could talk about um, selective harvest. You know, guys, if, you know, right now they still allow us to uh, catch and keep fish. So, you know, if you're going to tag a fish this time of year, you know, it'd be real sporting if you could make it one that wasn't gravid, one that wasn't full of eggs. You can't, you know, according to Department of Fish and Wildlife Biologists, also UC Davis biologists, you can't look and tell if it's male or female. But you can tell when a fish is plugged full of eggs. So you get one, whether it's in the legal slot or not, it's full of eggs. You might want to let that one go in, in favor of either a non-gravid female or, or a male. No, I'll, I'll say it, Zach. Be, I'll say it. Let yeah. it go where you're not a sportsman, gang. You right. want to proliferate, <laughs> proliferate the population of fish. And if you don't want to do that, the best way to do it is to take those females with eggs out of the system. It only takes one male to run around to about 20, 30 females out there. So if you can, make sure you find one of the thinner guys during this time and not somebody that's got a stomach bulging like she's going to have a calf here in the next couple of days because it's pretty obvious if you've got a female sturgeon and she's loaded with eggs. Well, I'm glad you said it like that, Seth. You know, in today's world, it's everybody's so sensitive, man, so I always got to kind of – dance around what I'd like them to do, and, and maybe they're more receptive or not. But well, you're the charter I'm captain, and I'm the guy with a big mouth, and we just need to sustain <laughs> our fisheries. And I'm, I'm not knocking the fact that people want to keep the, keep a fish. They have every right to catch a fish, but it might cause the changes to be implemented that you're not a fan of down the line if we don't protect these fisheries. I know the guides are out there. Many of the guides are promoting catch and release, and they should be. But if you want to catch and keep and share with four or five other people on the boat with you, find one that you're pretty darn sure is just an average-sized male within the slot. Keep it and share the meat with everyone on board rather than killing these prehistoric, beautiful fish. Once you see one writhing on the floor of the boat, swaying its tail around, wishing it wasn't dying, you'll have a second opinion about whether you should catch and release or not. And I'm not telling you you have to. I'm just telling you you need to if you want a sustainable, viable sport fishery for sturgeon. Yeah, no, I I agree with that 100%. You know, at the end of the day, whether a man has a degree he got from university or if he got a degree by being on the water more days than not, you know, we know better than anybody kind of what the population's doing. And I was told by, you know, both biologists from the state and for, from UC Davis that, you know, that we have a lot of fish in the slot right now. Those were years we had excellent recruitment as far as spawns. But um, what's coming after that, they quote-unquote said, doesn't look so great for the next 10 years. So be easy on those slot fish because uh, there's a big gap. A lot of the smaller fish, they're only 27, 28 inches long. Not a whole lot in the 30s, you know, and then you start seeing them in the slot size. So, you know, if you can let that fish spawn, you know, it'll really 
really help things out so we can let the good times roll. Absolutely, and it'll make you feel good, too. Trust me, I've done it a few hundred times. Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing Adventures, truly one of the best sturgeon fishermen around. Zach, give them all the hookups so they can get out there with you and go now for sturgeon or climb on board for salmon or rockfish or halibut or whatever else later on. Yeah, please give us a call, 925-497-7171. You can get a hold of us at uh, gatecrasherfishing.com. We also have Instagram and uh, Facebook. If you have an Instagram, get on there and uh, you can see what we do. You know, I try to update it pretty regular so you can see those great catches Seth is talking about. And, you know, it's nice to listen to radio, but ultimately come out in the boat. I'd rather show than tell. Yeah, so would I. I would rather be doing it than talking about it, my friend. But if I can't talk about it, I might as well listen to all the pros. If I can't do it, I might as well listen to all the pros tell me how I should be doing it. Cat and Zach, thank you so much for sharing with our listeners. We appreciate it. Have a great day on the water. Thank you for having me on the show. All right. Zach Medinas with Gate Crashers Fishing. And as we talked about already a couple of times on this show, it's opening day of salmon season. Where better to go than to one of the most protected harbors around, Bodega Bay. Let's climb on board the real magic with Captain Merlin Kolb. Good morning, Merlin. Hey, good morning, Seth and Kent. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. Well, how beautiful is it this morning? Got a little breeze blowing down there today? Uh, not right now. Well, not right now it's not, but it's blowing it's it's blowing offshore and that's kind of where we're headed, so we're ready to get going this morning. Captain is heading out this morning. I'm sure that uh, we talked yesterday. You said you had a good idea of where some fish were holding. That means there's been a lot of guys reporting in on some little subtle uh, occurrences out there. You know, we've got a really active fleet here in Bodega Bay on both the sports side and the commercial side. So uh, there's been some good signs offshore, and uh, we just got to go hunt them down. That's pretty much where they're at this time of year. Well, we got to find them on the outside. What are you going to be starting with out there, Merlin, on the pull? What are you going to be dragging through the water for these fish to get started early? Uh, I'm going to start with a full-size flasher, deep, about 200 feet. When I'm going to come with a spoon above that. Flashers and hoochies this time of year offer some bait up high, down around 70 feet, and wait for the bite. And how about speed? What do you think the trolling speed is going to be that's going to entice these guys? Lower the better. Between uh, not, as close as I can get to two two knots, two, two miles an hour. Every once in a while I'll be taking the transmission on this thing out of gear so that my gear moves a little bit. That's really an, an important trick that uh, as it's falling, they chase it down, and when you kick it back in gear and the flasher elevates in the water column, bam, they hit it. Same thing happens in the lakes. That's one of the techniques that we'll use just to drop it down, make it look like a dead fall for a while and then start up again. And Bingo, you're so right. Well, Merlin, this action, is this is an early opener compared to many of the openers we have. What are your expectations for the day? What do you feel inside your gut that's going to be happening out there on the water? Well, I know there's fish out there. i got friends that tell me that they've been catching them in their crab pots. Um, I heard stories but, uh, of that, too. Uh, so I know they're out there. I'm just feeling a little anxious because uh, I don't want to be limited by the, the, the wind and the swell. We'll always stay safe and probably turn around, but we're going to go after it and get our best this morning. Are your clients already there and you're ready to roll? Yeah, I'm just about ready to pick them up. Engines are running. I hope that didn't bother the background noise there. No, yeah, not at all. It makes it real. And you know what, Merlin? I want you to get out there with your customers. I know there's some urgency to get out there. 
and get fish right away. So please give them the phone number, give them all the hookup information they need. And folks, there's great places to stay up at Bodega. There's Airbnbs. They've got motels. There's cabins that can be rented. There's homes that can be rented. And there's great RV parks and camping all over out there. Give them that hookup, Merlin. Yeah, uh, your listeners can get a hold of us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. And they can get us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. Well, Merlin, I'm here. Get them out there and have a great day on the water, man. There's nothing better than opening day, and I know they're anxious to get out and probably almost as anxious as you. Have a great day out there. Merlin, if you get hookups, if you get anything going on, you feel free to call that 800 number and get right to us anytime during the show. All righty. We'll call you when we get a big one on. Thanks a lot. Captain Merlin Kolb with The Real Magic. You'll want to get on board and have some great action, too. Man, things are going to be popping out there today. I'm, my phone is going to ring off the hook starting about 1030 or 11 o'clock today. There's going to be messages and photos just piling in. All right, let's take a quick break right now. We come back. It's time for RVs and destinations. And then Mr. Kent Brown joins us from the World Fishing Fair, Springfield, Missouri, back there at the big Bass Pro Shops event. We'll be right back. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Bull. Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Florence is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Florence offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's Sight, Scent, and 
vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal Guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, today I want to share a few fresh water tips for you to have good drinking water in your RV. Some do's and don'ts that you should be following. Well, for starters, there are specific hoses designed for transporting from the water faucet to your RV faucet, fresh water for drinking. It's not a garden hose. It's not the hose you use to wash down the RV. A dedicated, clean, water, pure hose for you to have your drinking water. And that should be tied in also with one of the inline filters that run anywhere from $9.95 up to $50 so that you're running that water through, filtering out any particles or contaminants or maybe even some of the bad smells that I know many of us have come across out there in the world when we're hooking up water in different RV parks. Well, storing your hoses is very important. And when you're storing them underneath in your RV, it's a real good idea to screw the two ends together. That way no spiders or insect can go crawling up inside the hose and end up in your soup later on. You know, it's a good idea to keep them separate, especially from your black water hoses. You have to have a designated hose for your gray water and black water. That's dumping your sewer lines, shall we say, your bath water, your sink water, and your bathroom water all goes through your big sewer line that goes out. But we're really cautious about wanting to hose out that sewer line so we grab any old hose and run water down it and it's an easy way to contaminate everything in the area if you're using your drinking water hose to clean out your sewer hose don't do that use a specific one for your gray lines and for your black lines cleaning out and only use your fresh water drinking hose for drinking water and don't go back and forth you'd hate to get confused You'd hate to get screwed up. You'd hate to get sick or maybe worse, get some of your family members sick as a result of it. And one of the other things you should always do is wear gloves whenever you're working with the sewer lines. Designated hose for your gray and black water flushing. Never cross-contaminate. Always use gloves and use a filter to enjoy the water that you've got there at the park instead of wondering, am I going to get sick from this or not? It's a good idea to stay on top of it. You can always bring along some fresh bottled water 
And remember, you can boil anything if you're really questioning it. But fortunately, most of the places out there test regularly and they're trouble-free, but you don't want to find those that aren't. So please be careful. Treat your fresh water as it is, and don't confuse it with your hoses or equipment or even mingle it with the stuff from your sewer lines and your drainage lines. All of that needs to be separate so that you can stay safe and have a great time outdoors. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back and uh, it's been a little lonesome around here lately. I think about three out of the last four weeks, my partner, Mr. Brown, has been playing bass fisherman and bass pro and boat rep and everything else in the world. He starts off at Bassmasters event, then he's at the Red Crest event, and now he's at the biggest thing in the world, the World Fishing Fair in Springfield, Missouri. Joining us now live, the host of Ultimate Bass, Mr. Kent Brown. Good morning, guy. So I've been gone, so my lead-in is gray water and black water, huh? That's, That's cool. right. You're the black water portion of this, so. <laughs> yeah, it's the bass fisherman. You know, that'll be good training. I'm going to clear like in a couple of weeks. It'll be perfect. Yes, it will. The water will look the same, too. Yeah, man, I am back here in Springfield, Missouri, except the World Fishing Fair, and uh, it is it is the biggest fishing promotion uh, that I've ever seen, but the biggest fishing promotion in the world. It's just crazy back here. Well, I I heard the descriptors that you were talking about before you left. You said, oh, it's going to be this. There are going to be boats everywhere, motors all over the place, all the gear, everything you ever wanted. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you sent me the video, and I went, holy crap. Yeah, and that was just the store, you know, because I know you'd never been there, and I, and I wanted to just show you the store. But, uh, what you know, what I didn't show you was the 52 acres of tents in the parking lot, uh, you know, of <laughs> every of manufacturer Mayda. there is. Yeah, every manufacturer with big booths and, uh, and lots of new product. And, uh, it's just cool, man. And it's not just fishing, but, uh, a lot of hunting stuff and, and, uh, and some of the biggest names in entertainment stuff. You know, the first night we were here, uh, Luke Combs was in concert. Uh, last night was Luke Bryan. Uh, and, uh, and tonight, none other than Hank Williams Jr. will be doing a show. So yeah, they've got, uh, uh, they've got a little bit of stuff going on and, and, uh, the NASCAR world, you know, we had, Austin Dillon here, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, was here and uh, hanging out with all of us. And uh, and yesterday, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was here as well. So yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty big list, man. Oh yeah, and that Skeet Reese and Kevin Van Dam guy were even running around. I can't believe it. You know, it, it's so impressive. You sent me the photos of the stage the first night and said this is a big event. And I I look at it and go, oh yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> that guy looks like Jimmy Houston. Oh yeah. Whoa, blow that picture up. And they're standing there in line, Hank Parker, Jimmy Houston, Roland Martin, boom, boom, boom. They were all there, man. All of our TV, all of our TV, you know, heroes were there. And, uh, and I guess if you catch the archive of the, 
Ultimate Bass Radio Show that uh, aired a little bit earlier this morning on KHDK. You'll you'll hear a few of those guys. Got to catch up with Hank Parker and uh, you know Larry Nixon and David Fritz and uh, and some of the guys. So it was it was the pretty cool. David but. Fritz interview was really good. I I remember watching him fish. I mean, and I'm old. How old's this guy? Yeah, David's up there. He's still traveling the Bassmaster Elite Series and Open Circuit, and uh, uh, you know he's still a still a legend and, and a Hall of Fame angler. I mean, every one of those those guys that that we talk about are, are in that Hall of Fame uh, display at Wonders of Wildlife here in Springfield. So it's uh, it's pretty cool to to get to see and do all of it. And uh, you know, hey man, I, I told you last week I was the luckiest SOB at the bar. I still am. Yes, you are living the dream, man. You know, if you could have plotted out your life, you would have never put this as one of your finishing touches in it, I don't think. You know, I thought about it the other day, Seth, when I used to order um, Strike King spinnerbaits from Bass Pro Shops. and It was the only place you could get them. And, uh, you know, now I'm a member of Strike King's national team and, and, uh, and standing down here working for Bass Pro Shops selling boats at the World Fishing Fair. I don't know. Some Some things do come true. Yeah, they do. And it's just kind of surprising. But, uh, you know, the, the coolest thing of the whole bit is, and I'm sorry to tell the whole world this, you're a talented guy when it comes down to talking on the mic as well as communicating. And you're being able to show the folks at Bass Pro exactly what you're capable of doing because they're asking you to do a lot of the marketing, a lot of the introductions, a lot of the interviews. And it's, it's really a great thing for you. It's a great thing for Ultimate Bass, and it's a great thing for anglers out here in the West where we have that close proximity and great communications going on. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to keep everybody uh, in the West uh, a big part of what we're doing, and, and uh, we'll be back, man. I'm, I'm headed back next week. I'll be in the studio with you live and uh, and then get to really get to go back and, uh, and you know, drop the Ranger on the, on the back of that new Tundra and go to Clear Lake and fish the One Bass California Open and, Step, I'm really looking forward to just uh, getting my tackle ready, getting my boat ready, and uh, and and going back to why I do all of this is uh, actually getting to go fish a tournament for a few days. You just want to get home, and home is the front seat of your Ranger boat. Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, man, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. But hey, I've been watching everybody's pictures online, and it looks like the Delta's heating up. I know Clear Lake's heating up. I know our reservoirs are heating up, man. The guys are definitely catching some fish, and. And uh, everybody's posting some fish. Paganelli had some pictures up from Folsom the other day, and uh, you know, just seeing everybody, uh, everybody enjoying fishing this spring. And, and uh, you know, we've we've got water battles. We're going to have some low water later in the year. Uh, don't pass up the you know the opportunity to go fishing this spring. All right, Mister Brown, enjoy yourself. Get back and have some fun in the meantime, and enjoy every minute of the World Fishing Expo back there. I'm sure you're having the time of your life. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man, and, and it's going to be a big day today. I don't know how many people they're going to put through the gates, but it's it's going to be a lot. That's <laughs> a lot of wiping boats, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll, I'll see you next week. You have no choice. Take care. Have a great time and travel safe. He's going to have a blast back there. This last weekend uh, of his big event at the World Fishing Fair is going to be crazy. Well, our next guest is somebody we all know. He's been a regular here on the show. The, the Rod Father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us right now. And the reason we've got Alan joining us this morning is I wanted to talk about outdoors with Alan Fong, his great YouTube channel that he's posting up. I went binge-watching the other night. We'll talk about it with Alan right now. Good morning, Alan. How are you doing this morning? Morning. How are you? I'm doing uh, good. I'm doing well. Would you like to be back there with Kent Brown running around in Springfield right now? No, thank you. <laughs> you. You run around tackling boats enough, don't you? 
Alan, yeah, I, I do. Alan, I went binge watching on your site. As a matter of fact, I've got it up on the computer right here in front of me right now. Just some absolutely great subjects that you cover, and you're covering a, such a widespread of information for folks. The last one was your tackle tip and your NorCal fishing report after the striper trip. You're putting it together, and it's current stuff that's showing up all the time, isn't it? Yeah, that's how I'm doing it. You know, whatever's going on right now, you know, we've been out there, and I said, there's something that's not right. Let's go do something else, you know, and then we'll shoot the video. Um, So everything's really current, and instead of just watching a video where a guy's just whacking them, um, my producer's very anal about knowing hey, you need to tell us this, you need to tell us that, you know, you need to explain everything. So I'm doing a lot of teaching like I've always done, and we're trying to do it on YouTube. So it's going really good. I'm way ahead of schedule. So um, everything's looking good. It's just like another job. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, when you sit down and take a look at these folks, and they're the right length of time for me. You know, they're 10 minutes, 15, maybe 20 minutes longer. Or you could get into the long one and learn how to completely install the Lowrance Ghost trolling motor in an hour. If I don't think that's possible for me. It would take me longer than, to find a drill than an hour, my friend. It, but, it doesn't take long. But that's the kind of details that he's showing you in these things. Now, here's another one right here, how to find spring bass. That one wasn't too long ago. That was four days ago you posted it. So you probably fished it yeah. about a week ago. And is that the trip you went on where you started to go after black bass and you said it's not happening, you caught stripers, and then you went back to bass again? Yeah. it's uh, A lot of these videos I'm shooting, are some are the day before. Some of them, not very many are more than a week old, but. So I'd say a lot of them are, like my reports are the day before. It's just, you know, everything just pops up. And, you know, um, Denise, my producer, is very busy. I wouldn't do this if I had to do it myself. I probably couldn't do it. It's so much work involved. But I'm trying to get to where people would understand things. You know, we're talking about doing a tide one real quick here. And it's going to be in like three segments because there's obviously there's so much to it. And, you know, and she's asking me all these questions, and, you know, and I take it for granted. But, exactly. you know, I'm going to show everything. So well, one of the coolest, out real good. One of the coolest things you did, is, and you and I have talked about it on the show many times, is the landlocked salmon techniques up there, catching those fish that are just cruising and attacking minnows from below. Didn't happen this year. It's starting to happen with catching fish on the troll out there that we can talk about later. But you put together on how to on the landlock dead sticking and mooching that is right on. It is spot on. It's exactly what we're doing out there to hook up with the fish when that kind of action is taking place. And it's from start to finish, folks, exactly how you rig and everything. Plus, they show you some great fish being caught, too. Yeah, the lake is really weird. Like, it never turned this year, which is weird, you know. And last year, it turned in December, and we have a phenomenal year last year doing this technique. And I didn't explain, you know, when them fish are deep, they're cruising around, and it's too hard to catch them. I was out there mooching in 60 to 80 feet of water, and all day I get five bites. But when these things push the bait up in these back of these coves, Shoot, I get five bites in five minutes. Exactly. I'm out of there. Exactly. And it can be fast and furious when they're in there and they're feeding. 
you know, oh, this takes us back to those, you know, 10, 15 years ago when the fish would push them right up against the walls at the back of Skier's Cove and places like that, where we could just sit there for days while rainbows and every other feeding fish held minnows up against the shoreline, not letting them escape. Oh, yeah. It was so weird this year. I never saw a trout jump in the last two or three months. And that's weird. Well, my buddy Bob Smalley went up a couple of times looking for the kings and uh, ended up catching a five-pound bass, was out yesterday yeah. and saw fish all over the place. He goes, they're down there 120 and 200 feet of water. I don't know what to do. So he was he was going to make sure he had a few other techniques to put out there because I said, it's not going to be on those jigs right now, buddy. It's, gonna, it's not going to be on nope. dead sticking. It's going to be trolling right now. And they're already starting to hit. I don't know if you saw it or not, but Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service, we'll be talking to him later today, got himself a 4.7 and a 5.2 out of there on the troll. And let me yeah, tell you, they're, they're, they're chunkies, really chunkies. And that's exactly what yeah. we want. Well, Alan, uh, I know you're going to continue with this uh, YouTube channel, Alan Fong Outdoors. And I got to tell you, it's impressive. What's next on it? What are we going to be seeing coming up next? Um... I got into the stripers on flutter spoons, and I'm going to do a lot about showing how to use those. I I was using the Blade Runner uh, prototypes and slaughtered the bass at Berryessa earlier. And next week I was out sand, uh, striper fishing. I picked it up, threw it, and it was like it was crazy. That's some big stripers. I had one real good day. I had two over twenty and one twenty-five dump one over 30 at the boat but it just it's a different technique and i'm teaching it and it's the rod and the line and everything is so crucial when you're using these things and you know i get all these questions asked because you know denise is so anal about it she asks me everything from line and why i'm using it because i do use the line that it serves its purpose but all these things i'm doing on youtube and one of the things about youtube is that um my prescription versus the views is crazy and we're finding out that you know like people my age when you were told you had to subscribe you had to pay for it yeah they think they have to pay for it but you don't you just hit subscribe and it comes to you automatically for free yeah but friends of mine they go i hit the subscribe but it bounces off (laughs) <laughs> well, you have to have YouTube on your, whether it's on any of your devices, you have to download the app because what YouTube does is they want to know how old you are and everything, and they track it, and they, they tell me how old my viewers are. Exactly. And they say that my, my viewers are 45 to 65, so Denise is trying to, we have to change something up here to try to get to 25 to 65. Can I, so can I suggest... Crazy. Can I suggest uh, six packs on board and girls in bikinis will get uh, some younger uh, we've guys. We've been thinking of that. <laughs> well, that's pretty sexist, <laughs> we've but definitely I, been thinking of that. <laughs> pretty sexist, but it probably works. Alan, it's, I got a lot of volunteers. I bet you do. Alan Fong Outdoors, folks, go over to YouTube right now. Click on it. Subscribe. Like it if you like it, and you'll start seeing them pop up several times a week for you there. If you want to watch it, fine. If it's not something that's for you, just skip past it and go to the next one. Right now, there's 40 or 30 or 40 different videos that he's got posted right now. So please, folks, yep. 
You need to get on this. Go to Alan Fong Outdoors. That's his channel on YouTube. And you will be amazed and impressed with what you see. And as you see it continue to grow. And there's a reason that Alan is doing this. Because he is the rod father. He knows what's going on. You people know he knows what's going on. And he's going to share this information with you through these videos and right here on California Sportsman as we continue on. Alan, thanks for sharing not only your videos right. but your time with us on California Sportsman. Keep them coming. And let's. what's coming up the very next one that's going to pop up? Is that going to be the striper one? Yep, on Flutterspoon. All right. Can't wait to see it, my friend. You take care. All and right. remember, everybody, Alan Fong Outdoors on YouTube. Thanks, Al. All right. Thanks. All right. You take care. What a great guy. Great source of information, and we can all learn from him. Take a quick break. When we come back, Mr. Mike Ogney is going to talk to us about what's going on with salmon season. Maybe somebody's caught one by now. Maybe they haven't even got out there yet. We'll find out in just a minute. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family recreation, or friends just having fun. Book now for the trip of your lifetime. Call Gate Crasher Fishing, 925-497-7171. And learn more at GateCrasherFishing.com. Come on out and experience our difference. Hook up! Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two-strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, john boats, or deep Vs. Any small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust 4-Stroke. Pick one up at Bucks Outport, 2750 47th Ave in Sacramento. Family operated for over 50 years, Bucks carries the full line of Yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on. Bucks Outboard, the sportsman's choice. 916-428-3917 or BucksOutboard.com. Hi, Lenny LaPinta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.BucksOutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting for you. There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. 
a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance, it's the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. You hearing anything out there on the radios yet? Not hearing anything yet. Just uh, been uh, watching the weather here mostly, and it's uh, not a real pretty ocean. It's, uh, I think, about five miles off the beach. There's about 15 knots of wind. The forecast is calling for it to decrease uh, later here in the morning down to about 10 knots. And uh, that's going to ramp back up here this afternoon. So I'm sure Ricky Powers is uh, uh, probably bending the uh, the uh, jetty right now. out, And uh, Merlin will be uh, right behind him. And we'll uh, hopefully go uh, take a little look at it, catch a few fish, and um, get back in. So I'm I'm sitting here waiting on news. Just like you. Well, that's why we've got you checking back with us at the end of the show to give us an update. You'll have a better idea of what's going on. Most of these boats that pulled out 6, 630 may still be making runs and haven't even slowed down yet. So there are a lot of guys running and uh, and looking around. They're just not going to, you know, it's just, you know, when you get 15, 18 knots of wind on top of it, um, you just can't. It's hard to cover a lot of ground, and you aren't able to key in on like the bird life and the whales nearly as easy. When it's calm, you can dial right in on the whales quickly, and you're on top of the fish. Well, unfortunately, regardless of the warnings we put out there, there's going to be guys out there that shouldn't be. They are so anxious to go out on opening days that they just head on out and they forget about life jackets. They forget about safety sometimes. I hope to God somebody will point it out to them if they see them. Oh, yeah, and these guys, they hit the boat ramp and they haven't run their boat since crab season. And, and they, they got need, in there. And they, and they need a jump. Well, if, you need a, if you need a jump at the dock when you're... Yeah, you're gonna you get a lot more you're gonna that. get jumped at the dock if you start bringing out cables. Trust me, somebody's gonna have a conversation with you. Well, do you hear anything about lines at the launches? Or is there a big uh, mass? No, there's no, there won't be lines at the launches. You know, everyone depends on the internet now nowadays. So there's just gonna be eyeballs, and whoever gets some catching some fish today, that's where the traffic will be tomorrow, and. uh it might take us a couple of days for the weather to settle down here and for us to dial in. A lot of times we just don't dial in right away. But you know, we have lots of I have lots of friends and who are in the business, fellow captains and stuff along those lines. So I'll, I'll be talking to throughout the day, and I'm sure there's uh, the Golden Gate fleet will be fishing off of the uh, the uh, Marine Coast, and uh, we're probably going to be straight off of Bodega Head out in 40 to 50 fathoms. 
Um, and then uh, Monterey, you know, it's not windy down in Monterey. So I think uh, I think Monterey might post up some good good scores here. We have four, you know, it's estimated that we have 400,000 fish on the coast, which is about 40, 45% more fish than what we had last season. So these fish are going to pop up somewhere. It's anybody's guess early on. And one thing that I have learned is it's not worth guessing, Seth. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just what, what's going to happen is going to happen. And uh, you got to put, put your time in and, and your days in, and you will be rewarded in a season like this. Well, we look forward to you checking back with us at the end of the show. We're going to have Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, on at the same time. We'll bring Mike up, find out if there's any updates on King Salmon Fishing, what he's hearing or what he's hearing on the radios, and what he's uh, obviously aware of maybe being caught out there. Mike, thanks for checking in with us now. We will check in with you again at the end of the show, my friend. All right. We'll talk soon, Seth. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. We'll be right back after this. This is our usual break at the hour. When we come back, we're bringing you the best. Starting off with Troy Barr, T-Roy's Guide Service, Great Berryessa, Landlocked King Salmon action right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Own your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Olive Hill Kennels will be hosting our annual rattlesnake avoidance training Sunday, April 3rd. Dogs will work around live rattlesnakes and train to avoid them by sight, sound, and scent. This clinic could save your dog's life. Cost of the training is $110 for first-time attendees or $85 for return attendees. We recommend this training for two consecutive years to instill avoiding snakes into your dog's memory. Check out the link on our homepage for details at quailpoint.com or feel free to call us at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lawrence Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lawrence Live and the full line of Lawrence products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and here's what's coming up in our second hour. We're going to kick it off in just a second with our good buddy Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service. He's got info on Berryessa Kings, and there's some pigs available out there. I've got the lucky winner of the Gun Owners of California. We'll make that announcement. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna Director of Penn Fishing University's reports that, that's right, the bluefin are back and the bite is already on. Scott Call joins us from Brad's Killer Fishing Lures. He's going to talk about landlocked king salmon, kokanee, and great lures that can work for both. We'll tell you all about them. And James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Services, spanking Delta Stripers. He'll tell you all about the action going on there, and I'm probably going to jump on board with him next week, too. And Dave Hurley and Mike Ogney will join us near the end of the show with great opportunities and an update on what's going on with the King Salmon opener today. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the man himself. He's hooked up at home because he's smart and doesn't fish weekends like me occasionally. Mr. Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service joins us to talk about Lake Berryessa. Good morning, T-Roy. Morning, sir. Well, Troy, the action uh, looks like it might be starting up. You had a couple of very impressive photos. Tell our listeners about what you were up to this week. Yeah, I had my uh, my old-time uh, fishing guide buddy, retired buddy, Bill Dunn on board, and one of our other buddies for a uh, hell of a king salmon trip at the lake Wednesday. We got fish. The smallest fish was 4.3-something, and then we had a 4.6, and then... The big, big, big one was 5.7-something. Oh, heck, I thought I had it down at 5.2. Can't even read my own handwriting. Big, <laughs> fat, deep, small-headed fish. They are healthy, aren't they? Once I got that big one in the net, man, it was uh, really surprising what we've seen. There's a lot of bait, and there's a lot of bait deep, and, but a lot of those fish are not biting in the bait. you got to find some singles that are up above with nothing on the screen, those are the ones that were biting for us. Yeah, that's uh, one of the standard things that saltwater guys, too, is they'll troll above the schools and yeah. bang them there rather than where they're down below. The the kings might be down below looking up at the school, just keeping them around there, but they aren't actively feeding. They're kind of kicking back down there. Those that are moving around the outsides of it are the ones you're looking for. Well, Troy, everybody's going to want to know where the heck you were fishing and what you were using, so... Let them know what seems to be the most effective. If you can find real frozen shad, not the not the shiners, that's what we were using was real shad. Um, herring, anchovies, brined and Potsky's fire brine, and um, fishing all over Markley Cove in the Narrows. Wherever, wherever you can find the fish, just stay on them. Well, I know a lot of guys are – just keep heading up to the north end of the lake where it didn't happen this year. Or it may have happened, but it didn't happen like it had in the past. But uh, the dam area is always prolific. You know Markley Cove has always been prolific, especially when the pens have been in there and the feeding of the fish in the pens. But those are inactive right now as Markley Cove rebuilds and repositions everything out there. So there's probably fewer of them, but they really come into Markley's Cove. They like hanging out in the docks. They like hanging out where there's a food chain present, don't they? There's an abundance of bait all over that lake, um, all the way out to the main lake by Skier's Cove, all the way into Markley. There's just everywhere you go, that lake is healthy right now. I mean, there's just there's bait the size of silver dollars on your graph. 
Well, Bill Dunn, uh, who was fishing with you, is one of the pioneers of fishing Berryessa for those kings, and he used to start down there in that back corner, deep left field, you know, and then troll right yep. almost down the middle of the lake with a little lean towards center field, right down towards the dam, and it was a very productive stretch. I'm sure you guys looked at all those points and everything there. And then those steep drop-offs along the highway there also are an area where kings have plenty of deep water, the bait's available there, and if you can push them in, get them in there working and active, you could probably have a pretty good chance of catching some of them there. But I'd say any place you see bait fish with fish roaming around it, it's a good idea to fish 5 to 10 feet above that bait, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. That's exactly what we did. You know, you, you'll, you'll locate a fish and, you know, say like you have a fish at, you know, 80 feet where, you know, we're running baits, you know, 78 to 75 feet. Mm-hmm. So you're just barely above them as you see them come through there. Barely above them. All right. Let's hear about the fight. What's it like when you get one of those hooked up? And I know you're not using sturgeon equipment on those fish. No, we're using four to 10 pound rods with, uh, 10 pound mainline and um it's got to be a big, that big one it's got to be a bendo man <laughs> that big one you know you those king salmon they almost bite like a sturgeon you know they tap 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 and you pull it off clip and the fight is on um bill bill's the one that caught the big one and we had it within you know 50 60 feet of the boat and it jerked off about you know 60 70 foot of line at a time yeah yeah they are strong fish amazing they- everything's in the fish's advantage right now all the food in the world all the protein all the muscle that he could possibly have right now and he is in ideal temperature water he is about to kick your butt if he's on the other end of your line and you're about to have the biggest smile in the world or tears whether you catch it or lose it that's just the way it works up there they are big folks this is a great opportunity a great fishery and troy we talked about kokanee salmon also being hit up there right now well we went to a lot of different places on Wednesday, just just you know, just scoping things out, see what the lake's about this year, and um, we've seen a lot of sign of kokanee all over the place. I mean, they're from Markley Cove all the way out to the main lake, and um, that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to have some nice warm weather the whole week, and uh, we're going to go target them, and uh, we're going to get fired up on the 14th. So, um, so we got to get to it. Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, weather is patterning kind of perfect for a situation like that. We've got weather that goes into this week. It looks like it gets almost into the 90s, maybe into the low 90s. And then we get the following week, it drops back down again with some temperatures in the 60s and mid-70s. So this is a great period of time right here. Those fish should start transitioning a little bit more, maybe coming up a little bit higher. We'll soon see what's going on. But, Troy, before you go, I want to thank you for the great information. Give them all the hookup information they need to get a hold of you and get out on the water for a great day of fishing at Berryessa because it is truly a prolific fishery with the big rainbows, kokanee salmon, landlocked king salmon, great bass fishing, good crappie fishing. I mean, what else could somebody – great catfish. My God, it just goes on and on. Yes, sir. Um, we're starting to fill up, guys, so uh, get on the books. Uh, it's going to be an awesome summer up there. It's uh, 707-372-7596. Excuse me, 7599, and it's com. That number again, folks, 707-372-7599. Get on board with him and have a great time. He's got a big, new, spacious boat just waiting for you. 
Troy, thanks for hooking up with us. We appreciate it very much. You have a great one, and knock the snot out of them next week, too. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service telling us how it's done at Lake Berryessa. Hey, it's about time for Gun Owners of California. Was If Kent was here, he could actually do the read on it, but he's not, so I guess I get to do it. Winner number 14, it's time to get out and start enjoying outdoor shooting sports again. And on Saturday, April 23rd, Gun Owners of California is having their annual Great Guns Giveaway Sporting Clay Shoot and Barbecue with guns, prizes, raffles, games, and more at Comanche Hills Preserve. This has been going on for years. Those of you that have done it in the past know what it's about. And if you haven't done it, you need to. To get signed up or to sign up a team of shooters, just call Gun Owners of California at 916-984-1400. If you can't attend and still want to help support Gun Owners of California, you can always buy. There's a few tickets left for the GOC's 52 Guns in 52 Weeks raffle. Same number to call, 916-984-1400. Well, winner number 14 is ticket number 614. That's Robert Yamamoto of Sacramento. Congratulations, Robert. You run a Henry Big Boy lever action in 357. That is a very nice gun. The staff at Gun Owners California will be in contacting you next week to make arrangements for you to pick up your gun at Sportsman's Warehouse in Rancho Cordova, Rockland, Chico, or the Sportsman's Warehouse store near you. Congratulations, you lucky winner. It wasn't me. Hmm. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Senior Tuna is going to hook up with us and tell you all about a big bite going on down in Southern California. Tidelines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river, James Netzel and Tidelines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro Ski Skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Rogue Jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and Delta waterways. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then, it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King Salmon Runs. Check out fishtightlines.com or call toll-free 888-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and permitted on all waters fished. Avoid the hassles. Go with Tight Lines Guide Service and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's killer fishing gear on on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. 
Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us now in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sap. The bite ever stopped down there? Well, yeah, because what happened is fishing was so good for so long last year, any boat owner knows that boats need a lot of maintenance so all pretty much all the san diego fleet had to go down for maintenance scheduled maintenance most of them scheduled themselves to get started again on april 1st which of course was yesterday a few of them got done a little bit earlier than that and you know one boat here one boat there on the weekends would get out and and make some catches but you know then they'd lose the fish again you know because literally nobody was going out during the week and then there was a little weather but I was down at the landing last night. And, and by the way, of course, all reports of any kind from yesterday, April 1st, yeah. are, to be dis- are to be disregarded. You can blow those right out of the water. Just, just ignore whatever it was anybody said they caught yesterday. Uh, you can forget that. Luckily, I mean, I was at the landing last night, both the landings. And all, well, virtually all the boats were up, ready to go. They were online. People were, every boat was sold out. People were lined up. They were excited. They were, they were, you know, just like twitching in their boots. Luckily, as of 6.30 this morning, the boats started reporting in so that I can ignore everything from yesterday. And we don't have to talk about things from the middle of the week. So, so far, two boats have called in. And they both have, and this is post-midnight, so it's officially April 2nd, so it's officially not a joke. Both have limits of bluefin tuna from 25 to 80 pounds. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, that circle is getting smaller these fish swim in, Steve. I think they're swimming between San Diego and Mexico and San Diego. Well, I, I talked to one of the, one of the captains last night and, and, you know, they don't, they don't like to give away too much, but he said he was only going out about 50 miles, which if you, if you know the San Diego fleet, that's just a hop and a skip for them. You know, those boats are all set up, obviously, to go hundreds and, in some cases, thousands of miles in, in pursuit of the fish. And, uh, when you know, when they're that close, that just means more fishing time. And last year, what were they, within four or five miles of the coast? Well, that was that that was kind of like if you could if you could create the most unlikely fantasy to ever exist. It would be a huge school of bluefin tuna two miles wide swimming up the, the Southern California coast. Not even, not even three miles out, one mile out. You know, where, the, you know, there were guys out there in twelve foot Valcos, right? 
They were out there in kayaks. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, I don't know that that's necessarily going to repeat. It doesn't have to repeat because clearly the fish are, the fish are, they're here. They never left. Um, but what's going to happen now that you have basically the whole fleet and all these different sets of eyes, all this electronic gear, figuring it out. Where are they? Are they biting at a certain time of day? Are they moving from one spot to another at differing times of the day? It's all going to be figured out. It's going to be crazy. Um, you know, there's some decent local fishing. If you don't have time to get out for the tuna, um, the yellowtail are biting at the Coronado Islands. Um, you know, in close, the, the, you know, the local boats that want to fish for rockfish or calico bass are doing okay. But like I say, I was at the landing last night, and it was – it was like that Mervyn's commercial where they're going open, open, Yeah, exactly. Open. They were going tuna, tuna, tuna. And like I say, lined up. You know, They literally have crowd control now. Have they got, li- you know, they got crowd control. They got live bait or are they using something else? Well, they have um, live sardines. And during the day, that's that's generally the better the better bite. Um, during the nighttime, which is when the fishing's been best for bluefin, um, they're actually biting jigs best. Mainly because the fish are very deep. You know, the captain will go over a school and he'll say, okay, guys, they're at 375 feet. And that's a long way down. You gotta get your jig down there quick. Because, you know, the first jig's down, the first ones they see, those are the ones that get a bite. So, you can do it with a bait, uh, but you just can't get it down quite as quick. And, uh, you're not as flexible. So, most of the fishing in the, in the, uh, nighttime is with the jigs. And most of the time in the daytime, it's bait. They are, when they get their limit of bluefin tuna, uh, the boats do have, the, the ones that have time, are looking around for yellowtail under the floating kelp paddies out there. They're doing pretty well. Um, you know, like anything else, some kelp paddies have a bunch of fish under them, some have none. And the yellowtail that are out there are not especially big. You know, they're five ten pounders. Um, but they, you know, they, they, they round out the limit nicely and they, they're all the same size on the barbecue. And the fish at the Coronado Islands, if you happen to go there, the yellowtail are a little bigger. They're running about 15 to 20 pounds. So lots of good opportunity. But like I say, the fleet, the entire fleet all went out last night. And, uh, they're all, you know, at least two of the boats have already called in with not April Fool's Day limits of bluefin tuna. Well, you know, many years ago, uh, like 25 years ago, when we were uh, in another studio here doing from KHDK, we did a salbacore April Fool's joke that a salmon and an albacore have been crossed by the Department of Fish and Wildlife, and they've escaped from the hatcheries, and it's expected that we're going to see 60 to 80-pound salmon out there. <laughs> and we went on and on about this, telling them this whole involved story it was Mike Ogney's idea. And the phone calls were unbelievable. <laughs> then I had to, the biggest answer was the following Saturday. Hey, folks, it was April Fools. Get it? Okay. <laughs> well, the the the, uh, the long running joke is, and uh, not necessarily that that uh, DFW did it, but just that that they exist. Yellowtail tuna. Okay, yellowtail are very popular fish. Listen carefully. They are not tuna. Nope. There's no such thing as a yellowtail tuna. There is such a thing as a yellow fin tuna. Which I enjoy eating. Which I enjoy eating. There I you know what, they're all good in their own way and probably the most important thing is the skill of the chef and how fresh the fish is. Absolutely. Skilled chef, fresh fish, just about everything is pretty darn good. 
Yeah, especially they know how to cook it, unlike me who throws it in oil and waits. Oh, well, and, and, and Sepp, just, just to repeat, because it bears repeating, bluefin tuna. Now, if the 25-pounders are under your boat, you know you're pretty good with whatever whatever tackle you have. But as soon as they start to be above 50, definitely when they become above 80 or 90, and absolutely when they're over 100, repeat after me. Two-speed reel. Two-speed two reel. Don't let some steroid-ridden weightlifter <laughs> professional athlete tell you that you don't need it. Not only do you need it, Sepp, but so does he. He just doesn't realize it. Yeah, well, I, I learned many lessons hanging around you on the deck of a boat. One of them was only real when the boat is dropping down again because it's a whole lot easier than fighting the fish with every ounce of your energy. It is a fabulous experience, folks, to get out there and do this. And down in the San Diego area, you can go out for short trips. You can go out for long-range trips. You can do whatever you want. And it seems that everything is accessible right now. Therefore, what are you waiting for? Book your trips. I know they're booked all over the place already. You need to reserve a spot if you intend to go. Tuna, you got two trips coming up on the California Dawn. Those have got to be booked solid by now. If they have it, I, I have a, I have a check with James or Julie, but I, I imagine that is true. And those were the those were the last trips that uh, um, uh, Monday and Tuesday. I believe it's uh, August fourteenth and fifteenth. Whatever the Monday and Tuesday are, it might be the fifteenth. Is it 15th. August or is it September? August. Okay. Augusto. Well, we've already uh, warned uh, the captain that Kent Brown and I might accidentally show up on the day that we're not invited. That you're invited, so we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah, we might have to call security. Yeah, well, definitely, we'll be security but, for you. But, but regarding San Diego, if you're thinking about it, get online, start looking because the prime dates. I mean, if you want to go on a Saturday, Ugh. I believe uh, one of the more popular boats, and they were going out last night. They they had a, a very enthusiastic crowd. The Pacific Queen, he's booked every Saturday through 2023. Yeah, that's what's happening, folks. <laughs> People want to get out and play. They're going out and they're playing. You heard James. He was surrounded by boats. He couldn't turn left. He couldn't turn right. There were so many boats out, 170, 168 boats he counted in the proximity where he was. It's a busy place. It's happening. It's an opportunity you don't want to miss out on. If you sit there and talk about it and don't get involved in it, you'll never experience it. Tuna, I want to thank you so much for how you share and what you share with our listeners. It's always very important, and I hope you'll get out on some trips and just enjoy the heck out of yourself. Well, we've got another event at Fisherman's Landing in San Diego this weekend. I'll be down there behind the real counter talking about fishing. So if you're in San Diego, come on down. I have a seminar each day, to, well, each weekend day, today and tomorrow at 11. But you don't have to be there for that. Just, uh, you know, come into the tackle shop. I will be there. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it, I, I'm not sure we've ever had an event like this while all the boats were out literally catching fish at the same time. Usually these events are the off-season, but now there is no off-season. Yeah, that's exactly it, kind of <laughs> like sturgeon fishing nowadays. We got it pretty well figured out. I think electronics and all the innovations in our industry have made a huge difference. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the Director of Penn Fishing Universities. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you sharing with our listeners and the great news of nonstop bluefin action down south. Thanks, Seth. All right, you take care, my friend. Wow, a lot of stuff going on out there right now. I want to give you some uh, dates real quick of some things that are coming up. 
Bucks Outboard, April 23rd, has got their big open house, their annual open house, fish and stuff, swap meet. They got the fish fry, all kinds of food and drinks going on out there. And Alan Fong will be doing seminars. Rick Teets will be doing seminars. And there'll be a special uh, fundraiser for the Amy Russell family if you want to donate to that. The guys down there know how this is done. If you've ever attended Bucks Outboard before for their big open house, it is a party and a place to be. Quail Point's got their big uh, sporting clay shoot April 27th to May 1st taking place out of Quail Point. It's open to the public, and you can see it. And our friends at Gun Owners of California have got a dinner scheduled May 6th. It's the Gun Owners of California Sacramento Crab Feed and Tri-Tip Dinner at Citrus Heights Community Center. It's tri-tip, crab, all you can eat, all kinds of good stuff, raffles. You know how it works. And here's another one. Gun Owners of California has got that sporting clay shoot also taking place on April 23rd that we talked about earlier. If you want to get out there at Comanche Hills and enjoy that, you need to give them a call at Gun Owners of California and get signed up. And here's one other one. Nick Smith and Matt Frazier, April 23rd. A lot going on that day. The Informative Fisherman's Expo down in Modesto. You might want to check that out. If you've ever been to that, you'll know it's a big deal. And Nick is always very entertaining out there. Lots of events going on out there. You guys need to get involved and to participate in them. All these organizations need your support, especially the nonprofit ones after coming out of COVID and everything else going on. Well, you've heard us talking about Lake Berryessa and the great action going on up there. A lot of guys trolling, a lot of guys working over Oroville, Shasta, and many of the other big waters for freshwater king salmon right now. The big turnover didn't really happen in the lakes, but the troll is really starting to pick up right now at many of our waters. And joining us right now is a gentleman that makes all kinds of products that you can use for kokanee as well as landlocked king salmon and many other species. And I got a couple ideas for him today. Mr. Scott Call, the owner of Brad's Killer Fishing Lures, hooks up with us right now. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Seth. How are you doing? If I got any better, I'd be sitting in a boat talking to you right now, Scott. <laughs> fighting fighting a salmacor, I'm sure. Yeah, salmacor. That's exactly it. Salmacor. There big, you go. Big teeth. They break line, and they just strip line <laughs> off of reels like there's no tomorrow, except that was April 1st. Many, hey, I want one of those, I tell you what. Uh, probably a pretty tasty little fella, too. Come to think oh, of it. Yeah. Well, Scott, everything's starting to pop down here. The note I sent up to you is, my God, they're already starting to catch kokanee in some of these lakes. They're seeing some schools. They're not big schools. They're spread out. They're mostly disassociated. But the other thing that's happening is our king salmon never took that attack bite on jigs that we usually have early in the season in our freshwater lakes. And the troll mm-hmm. has just started. Troy Barr just reported a 4.7 and a 5.2 and I think a 5.7 Landlocked king salmon out of Lake Berryessa. Phenomenal fishery, phenomenal fights, and you make the products that are designed specifically for these fish. We do. Uh, we've got the cut plugs and, uh, we've got the super bait skinnies and combined with our new flasher, you know, it's pretty deadly. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to play with that flasher or not, but. That new flasher up here right now, it's, uh, boy, it's hard to keep them on shelves. And, yeah, well, and I know down at uh, Fisherman's Warehouse, they had them at the show, and they flew out pretty fast as well. Yeah, well, Netzel was buying them all for his cronies. That's what was going on. <laughs> I, I went over and said, hey, I need to get a couple of these. And I go, oh, this, you need this? Oh, we're out of that color. Well, when are you getting more? Oh, they'll be here tomorrow. Okay. They are. They were going out in handfuls. Guys are buying them four, five, six at a time. Netzel was over there with a box, I have a feeling. 
But folks, yeah, if you have, well, he was up here ahead of time. He he was up here the year before, and he saw in the R and D stage. He saw how well they're working out at uh, Buoy Ten for the salmon, and uh, yeah, he was all in. Well, let's give him a, while we're talking about that. Let's talk about. It. Then I want to talk about spe- some specific lures that you've got. I think that are dynamite for a lot of species, and some you might not have thought about. But mm-hmm. this this Dodger is a 360-degree rotating flasher. I keep saying Dodger because I had Dodgers on my mind during my when I was in the tackle business. 360-degree sure, yeah. flasher. It really gives you a nice, slow turn, and at the same time, it's giving you some great erratic and action passed on to your lures, isn't it? Yeah, and the beauty of it is it's adjustable. So, you know, the, it's uh, Buzz Ramsey came out the other day and was fishing with it, and, and he said, boy, this is uh, this is what you call innovation, not imitation, and uh, he's really impressed. So we've got three different holes in the top of the flasher, so you can adjust it for different speeds, slow, medium, and fast. And, you know, up there king fishing up at uh, Oroville or Shasta or wherever you're at, um, even if you're, I, I know guys are trolling, um, carrying and things up there. So you can get in that, that slow, that slow setting and go real slow and uh, just get great action on that herring behind or one of our cut plugs as well, which imitates a uh, cut plug herring. Well, I think you got a winner with not only the 2.25 kokanee cut plug, but the mini cut plug and the standard cut plug. All three of those can be used for landlocked king salmon, depending on what size the fish are. More importantly, they can also be used for kokanee fishing. Then maybe the big cut plug might be a little large for it. But I'll tell you what, the mini cut plug and all of those with the scent pads and the ability to have the scent right in there with the scent fillets tucked into your super baits. If folks haven't used these, they need to because of the action, the appearance, and the availability of scent all at the same time with the great motion of the 360 flasher. I don't see how you can go wrong. Yeah, they're game changers. Yeah, generally we're putting tuna and oil in there and uh, just getting that scent trail out. And, uh, you know, even for kokanee, the tuna and oil, I don't know what it does, but for just about every game fish that we fish, that tuna and oil uh, inside that cavity um, just puts out a great scent trail. It's fantastic. You know, and then you can mix it with whatever scent you want. One of the things that one of the things that I've done is I've stolen some ideas from our friend Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse Stores, and I cut up pieces of anchovy or just small pieces, maybe a quarter inch wide and about an Mm -hmm. inch long, and I'll just hook one little piece of that on a barb, or I'll take it and I'll put it inside the two piece or the the scent area there, so that it's always coming out. It's always got that natural scent to it at the same time. And we rock salt them a little bit so they hang in there and they don't fall apart so fast. Just a great addition. Having the ability to put scent right into the lure and not have it all over everything is a huge benefit, and it doesn't impact the action of the lure at the same time. No, that's right. And and one thing that, you know, that's a great point with a chopped-up anchovy. One thing that you never want to do because this never, ever works, ever, it's April Fool's, right? It'll be the day after. <laughs> uh, never, never, ever hang the back tail out of the back of uh, – out of that uh, super bait cut plug, the back tail of the anchovy. Yeah, don't ever do that because that will not work. It will absolutely not catch you fish. Yeah, don't do it, folks. Whatever you don't do, do it. that way Scott and I can just keep catching fish and you won't. <laughs> 
That's a that's a flipping deadly technique. I tell you what, I was turned on to that a couple of years ago, and uh, that's an amazingly deadly technique. Well, the scent pads have really, in my opinion, changed the way people fish. I open that up, put it on, slide the rubber band back in place, and I know I don't have to mess with that for a long time. Fish can poke at it, hit it. I'm not even concerned about whether I have scent still on the lure or not. I know it's in it, and I know it's being transmitted out there. Oh, these are all the split cavity rotating action baits that we're talking about here, folks. The 2.25 mini cut plug, it's designed, Brad and I talked about Brad and I, Scott and I talked about it. I did talk to Brad about it, come to think of it. And Scott mm-hmm. and I talked about it designed for kokanee salmon. And it works great for kokanee. We've used them for years for kokanee, the smaller stuff like that. But the mini cut plug, boy, that'll work both ways for the kings as well as the kokanee. And the big cut plug is just screaming for those big kings trolled at a hundred and something feet at Berryessa right now. It's a, yeah, yeah. it's a great setup. You've got all kinds of goodies going on, but one of the things that I think might be a market little for you here is there are stripers on the bite right now and they are hitting anything that looks like your thin fish right now. They are jumping it. It's a shad imitation. You got the same shit as the shad. You got great color combinations like shad. Put those in the water, run four of those out behind your boat with four anglers in there and you're going to be catching stripers all day long. The other thing you've got is that great little wiggler. That little devil there. I don't know if guys have ever tried trolling these down 40, 50 feet before, but you might want to consider it. A different looking bait that hits an area that hasn't had it presented to him for a while, that the bait is about the right size and color, and Scott's got every color you'd ever need and color combinations. You're going to be impressed with what they can do for you. So don't yeah, just... I didn't know that was going to come up but a buddy of mine right now is just whacking them on the wigglers um for the stripers i got bass guys i'm going to send a note to you send a couple of samples down to kent brown he has been bugging me to get into my tackle boxes and i got some old tackle boxes and get him all my old hot shots and i know why he wants my old hot shots because they look just like your wigglers and i'd rather give him the wigglers than i give him my hot shots yeah I hear you. Yeah, yeah, there's some fishy-looking colors. We've got quite a few of them, no doubt. Well, folks, all you got to do is go over to Brad's Killer Fishing Lures, and you'll find more good stuff that fits into your needs, whether it's Dodgers, Flashers, Lures, or just some of the accessories they've got, including clothing, hats, sweatshirts, all that good stuff. Scott, give them the website information and how they can order products, too. Yeah, bradskillerfishinggear.com. Um, most of our products find at Fisherman's Warehouse. You know, we do have hats and hoodies and, and apparel on our website but uh yeah go down to fisherman's warehouse talk to alan talk to the other people down there and uh, and they'll get you dialed they know how this stuff works they've got it dialed scott call the owner of brad's killer fish and lures if you haven't got them you're not catching fish it's just that simple folks scott thanks for hooking up with us we appreciate it we will talk to you again real soon right on have a great day Seth. count on it my friend take care wow lots going on in this world What are we going to do next? Where's Maryland? It's about time for Get a Clue, isn't it? Get a Clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. We regularly talk about weather by numbers. And here's a timely and important reminder with rockfish and salmon seasons opening up. A good way to figure it out, use the formula of wind speed plus swell. Add the wind speed in knots and the swell height. If it equals more than 20, then it's not a small boat weather. For instance, wind speed at 15 knots with an 8-foot swell, 15 plus 8 equals 23. That's okay for party boats, but for the average 20-foot boat, that's uncomfortable. If there's only 10 knots with the same 8-foot swell, that's 18, which is fishable and, more important, safe. If you've got a larger boat or fish from a party boat, you can push this number up to 25, but it starts getting really rough at any number over that. So... Get a clue. Do your math. Hey, take care of yourself. Stay safe and well till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. From trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad, there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter, and he freely shares tips, tricks, and top locations for action. Learn about curing row from the pros and how to properly rig for success. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, Pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard, west of Watt. 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. 
There's a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle, 916-692-8520. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Kent's hiding back in Missouri at the big Springfield Bass Pro Shops event. Oh, he's still back there, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't let him get on a plane and come back. I figured I'd rather do it by myself for a few weeks. Well, that's okay. I called and told him that he was a terrorist. <laughs> well, he won't be coming back then, will he? <laughs> well, Travis, we've had a lot of things happening. Today's the opener of King Salmon season. We have, I got a report on the wall here right now on our computer. Just showed up. Rick Powers caught an eight to ten pounder in ten minutes. We'll find oh. out more about that. I'm going to check in with him later on. We're also going to be having uh, Mike Ogney checking back with us. He's checking with a few of the places out there right now to find out what the action's like. So it's uh, it's popping. Opening yes, it day, is. Opening. We're all set for it, of course. You know, we just went over yesterday and made sure we had all the rods, reels, and all the tactics you could possibly need to go salmon fishing and have a great time. The only thing we didn't couldn't find was the beer. Yeah, we well, did find coolers to put it in, though. I'm sure it's available someplace, and that all-important ice will be handy, too, I'm certain. Well, That's with, right. It's going to be nice weather, it looks like, for the weekend, and everybody needs to get out and have a little fun. Well, it's not as nice on the ocean. they got a 15 blowing out there, which is okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are going to get fish, but I would imagine some of those smaller boats are going to be coming in early today. But there's a lot of guys that are going out for rockfish because it's a rockfish opener that know that the rockfish are ready, willing, and able to go on an immediate bite. And you guys yep. are you're, yeah, we, we got that in, too. We Prepared all week long for the openers of both salmon and rock rockfish, and we made sure we got any, any jig you could possibly want. And a whole selection of rods came in from Phoenix, as well as Shimano and Daiwa, and we got all our reels in from Abbott, Shimano, Daiwa, and a couple others I don't remember. Well, it's also nice to hear you got some pallets of ammunition that came in the last couple of weeks too. That's right. We're getting more and more ammo every day. It seems like uh, we're starting to run a little low on shotgun ammo, but I do have another uh, half a pallet coming from Winchester, and this will be uh, number sixes to shoot at the clubs. Absolutely. 
Well, it's it's definitely going on out there. Have you or any of your family members gone out and danced with any of the turkeys lately on your property? No, I went out and sat and talked to them last night. That was about it. You know, you know, I'm not really interested in shooting the ones around the house, but there were we had four real nice toms sitting there, and I was talking back and forth with them last night. Yeah, well, those that hang out near the house are the ones you step in and slide when you do those steps on the patio, aren't they? No, because they don't come close to the patio. They they got a circle they do around my house, and I like them here. They keep rid of the snakes and everything else, and they're kind of fun to watch, and then they give me the morning wake-up call. Yeah, that's true, and they're dumber than dirt to go along with the whole thing. Yeah. You know, turkey turkey hunting is a wonderful thing, but the funny thing is, you know, I got three deeks out and back in my pasture out behind the house, and I just wait for them, and nothing's been there this week. I wonder, hmm. did these, did a few of them getting shot at in our neighborhood scare the heck out of all these others and they're all just laying low or are there fewer birds this year is my question. Well, there's fewer birds and they've probably been shot at already, you know, because usually we got a flock of about 15 or 20 here in the yard and we're down to five. Yeah, so I think there's fewer birds and that's due from predators this last year. Yeah, the well, coyotes were real bad over here this year. I can hear them out there all night long. Well, Ed McGalley is a, an absolute expert turkey hunter, and he wrote a book on 10 steps to becoming a successful turkey hunter. I am certain that he has seen and killed more turkey. Well, I bet he hasn't seen more than you and I because we see him walk by our houses a 100 in a group at times. But he has killed more turkeys probably than anybody I know, and he's also got the Grand Slam and everything else. The interesting thing to me is the abundance of turkeys that we have around that are a nuisance, and boy, did they disappear faster than I could ever see before. They aren't walking around in my backyard. They aren't jumping the fences. I don't hear them going to roost at night. Things have changed in the residential areas. Maybe it's the animals, pets, dogs, whatever in the area, but there doesn't seem to be as many. And there were times when I had 14 pheasants in my garden at one time. When's the last time you saw gone. I don't even see a pheasant in my property anymore. Yeah, I used to have a half a dozen of them here in the front of our house, and they're all gone. I don't know what happened to them. Well, the, you're right. The coyotes are everywhere. They get You can hear them. It gets scary in our neighborhood. I'm glad I have several fences between my house and my pastures. Yeah, to, well, to, I got no fence and one, two, two, three. Yeah, well, that two, two, three does a better job of stopping them than my fence does, I'm certain. Yeah, you're talking about turkey hunting. You know, I, went, I was going to go out the other day, but when I set my blinds up in aisle three at the grocery store, they got upset. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the grocery store is the best place to get them, in my opinion. Travis Morgan with Guns Fishing and other stuff. They've got it all down there, folks, whether it's for salmon fishing, the opener for the rockfish season, or getting involved in turkey or just sporting clays, having a great time. Stop by your favorite store right there in Vacaville or in Dublin, and Travis will make sure they take good care of you. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it. No problem. Thanks a lot. You guys come on down to the store and let's have some good times. You got it, my friend. You take care. What a great guy. Great opportunities for you guys to get going. Hit that close. Thank you. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. More California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and we're not wasting any time. We've got lots of stuff going on out here. I'm going to go right now to Captain Rick Powers, if he's there. 
on the new Sea Angler out of Bodega Bay. Hey, Rick, are you there? I'm here, Sav. Good morning. Hey, I just got a few seconds here. Give them a quick update on what's going on in the new Sea Angler this morning. It looks like you're catching going... fish already. Yeah, we are. We are. We were in the water for five minutes. We put a nice eight to ten pounder in. We hooked another one. He got off. Uh, we just landed our second fish here. We've only been fishing 20 minutes, so... Uh, there's fish here. We got two fish and uh, a little bit of action. Uh, we get dialed in here. We're going to catch a bunch. That's exactly what we're, everybody's waiting for, that dial in. Well, Rick, real quick, give them the number for the new Sea Angler so more folks can get out there and get on board with you. Yeah, if somebody wants to come out and catch some salmon, some rock cod, some ling cod, you can reach us here at 707-875-3495. Oh, I, I got a fish on. I got to go, Seth. Got to ha- go. Handle it. He's he's taking care of business, folks. That's just the way it works, and I'm glad to hear it. All right, let's go now to our good friend, Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service, who is spanking him on the water for earlier in the week. Let's find out what he's doing out there this morning. Good morning, Captain. Are you talking to me? Hell I'm yes, I'm talking to you. Who else would I okay. be talking to? I, what, did, I didn't know. I was in the middle of something. Uh, uh, yeah, we got uh, five fish in the box. A little slow this morning, but... Uh, Five fish, and let me see what my counter says. Uh, 11, 11 fish total, five from being keepers. Not bad. Not a bad start for the morning with it only being 7.51. Oh, oh, fish, fish on. Yeah. He's got you can go and pick up your rod. It's, it's got a small one. Hey, you're catching it live on it, so make a good showing. <laughs> Talk about a 20-pounder, even if it's 12 inches long. Hey, James. What are your techniques out there? I know what you're pulling. Tell our listeners it's got to be bringing them in. You're rattling them up. I'm using rattle traps. Uh, I, I, oh, we got a double now. Uh, <laughs> I got to get out of the trolling lane here. Let me turn a little bit. For those of you, you that know, don't, for those of you that don't believe people catch fish live on the show, yeah, just no. See, now we got a triple. There you go. No, we got it. We got four fish on at once right now. All, All right, right, Captain, you handle this cluster. I want to hear the way you handle this cluster on board. Okay, Mister Deckhand, get to work. <laughs> That's the best way okay, to go. go. And pick up your rods and start reeling. He's got a boat full of guys, all with fish on at the same time. Four of them going. Rattle traps. You can't. You can't beat it. Ooh. All righty. So rattle traps, rattle traps, rattle traps. All right. Ain't let's, better. let's talk about the colors. Uh, hold on a second. I got to put the uh, speakerphone just for a second. I got no, pro- no problem. We're on board the boat with you <laughs> while you're catching these fish. This is fun. He's got to move the boat, get these guys out of there. And there's boats all around him, too. These fish could be get tangled in other guys' lines and stuff. This is the kind of action that you can anticipate right. if you get into the action in the Delta, and it's going to continue getting good like this and getting better, if you can imagine that. Go ahead, James. What's cooking now? Sorry, we got lines all wrapped up. We got a good fish. Hey, give me. Oh, they got a good fish on there and a bunch of wrapped up lines. We're going to stick with it and find out, but I want you to take care of your clients, James. That's the most important thing. I love to interrupt their days and interrupt, intercept their fishing opportunities like this. But I'll tell you what, when they get into action like this, these, this lure, this rattle trap that he's using, it'll work beautifully for you because it's the shape of a shad. It's a shad imitation. Get them in silvers, get them in whites, get them in some of the shiny blacks. Any of these colors that make it a natural, more natural appearance are really going to work for you out there. And obviously they're working for James. 
It's got tangled lines and everything else, is my imagine. You getting it close there, my friend? Yeah, we're going to Keep talking, James. Keep talking. Okay, push your button. Okay, okay. Now we're in the free. I think I can talk a little bit. Okay, sorry. That's all right. Oh, we, we got. Well, shoot, we got another one here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're catching push so your, many fish. Button, cool. How big okay. was that last fish you had? Uh, we got one about 20 inches. We got one oh a good five pounds. We got another 20 incher. And then we got a shaker. So James, uh, how's, colors, how's uh, the bite out there? Uh, it's a little slow today. <laughs> no, Take care. No, we got six, we got six different, uh, colors out there. Uh, seem like the crawfish colors. I got a red craw. I got a delta craw. I got a Kelly craw. I got an orange craw, a chartreuse and a redhead out here, out here right now. And so, they're catching them four at a time. Figure it out for yourself, folks. It ain't rocket science. Get yourself some rattle traps, get out on the water and troll. How fast are you moving? Uh, depend, between, depending on which way the current is, uh, between three to three miles an hour up to six and a half miles an hour. But I just want to let your listeners know I got a lot of space open next week. I don't have a Saturday open until May. Uh, but if you want to, if you're out here, out there and you want to learn how to troll rattle traps, uh, it's, it's red hot action. And uh nice thing about route tracks, if you lose one, it's only about six bucks versus sixteen to seventeen dollars for Yozuris. All right, give them that booking number so they can get a hold of you and get on that boat with you. You can reach me toll free at eight 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 nine seven five zero nine nine zero. Website is www.fishtightlines.com. Hey James, you having fun yet? Yeah. You having fun? Uh, I, I, I made sure I got about 12 hours of sleep last night to prepare for this. I knew it would be good today. And plus, there's a tournament going on, so it's crazy busy out here. Enjoy your day, my friend, and thanks for sharing with our listeners right here on California Sportsman. All right. Thank you, Seth. All right. Take care. Let's not waste any time. Let's go to Mr. Mike Ogney. And will you bring up Dave Hurley at the same time for me in the studio? Mike, what are you hearing? I heard from Rick Bowers that he had a nice one and lost another. And he's got a couple now. And I just talked with uh, Merlin and... Merlin's pulling back in the same uh, general area. He's out in 45, 50 fathoms, uh, 78 miles off of uh, Bodega Head. So uh, we're off to a good start, Seth. That's great. You get fish in the first 20 minutes. You, you get someone like you get a couple captains like Merlin and Rick out there, and they and they get dialed. You know, you got to kind of figure things out opening day. Well, we've got Dave. We've got Dave Hurley. We've got Dave Hurley on hold here with you at the same time right now, on air with you at the same time. Dave, are you hearing anything anywhere? You know, I just called down to Monterey. Uh, they have three boats out. The wind is not too bad down there, but they have not received any reports back yet. But they do have all three of their boats out. Well, it sounds to me like things are starting to pop. And to get fish this early on, I think, is a really good sign. These guys can uh, find out exactly where these schools are, start tracking them around, and really get into it. Dave, what kind of other opportunities are out there just chomping at the bit for anglers in Northern Cal? Well, you know, Rockfish was lights out yesterday. I know Rick got 10 limits. Uh, he got three-quarter limits out of Half Moon Bay, but until the wind came up, Monterey slammed them. They fished locally. Uh, that was a kind of exciting thing. I don't know if any boats out of the Bay Area went. Everybody stayed inside the Bay, it seemed like, yesterday. Um, as you know, kokanee fishing has been pretty amazing early season. Brisky Town's been great. Shaver's been – there were 35 boats on Shaver last Saturday. You know, I know that people have been trying to keep that a secret, but uh, apparently the secret was out. And it <laughs> seems like it's everywhere uh, where anything is happening. We've got all kinds of 
We have lots of – it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem like people are really taking the uh, – if they want to fish, they're going to go fish regardless of the price of fuel at this particular point, which is a good sign. So those are good things. Maloney's lights out for trout. Uh, um, same thing with uh, Don Pedro is excellent. Comanche's still kicking out trout. Lake Amador's had trout to nine nine pounds this week. So there are. Did you see those? Covered. Did you see those big uh, kings that Troy Barr caught? I did. I was just going to mention that, and that was kind of exciting because Barrios has been sleeping, but now it seems like it's waking up. It's going to wake up and it's going to start screaming with these next two weeks of great weather going through out there. Well, guys, I really appreciate you checking in with the end of the show. You know, I did. I ran it right into the wall here, but folks, we got a great salmon season going on. We got great opportunities for halibut in the bay. Things are cooking for you. Stripers are going crazy. Bass is going good in the Delta. Crappie's going great all over the place. And you've got Mike Ogney, Dave Hurley, and all of our wonderful guides keeping you as posted, as informed as possible right here on California Sports. I want to thank you all for listening. Until next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.